10 years, three boys, one question, are we friends? 10 years, three souls, one podcast, co-host Taylor. I am your co-co-host, Brian. And I'm Jorge. And this is the show where three boys who have known each other for ten years go through their interests one at a time to determine if they are still friends anymore or if it is just inertia. This week, we are continuing our conversation on Twin Peaks. <laughs> I, lo- I find that character very charming, actually. You it's love my, it's David my, Lynch. It's my absolute... <laughs> Like that whole intro, I thought about it ahead of time, is an homage to the beginning of the seventh episode of this season mm-hmm. when they're all like lined up in the police station having coffee. And it's one of the funniest fucking things I've ever seen. Yeah. I love his whole side plot with, uh, oh, I forgot all that we waited one week and I forgot everybody's yeah, the, name. Uh, the girl, <laughs> no the girl who's not Audrey. The, the waitress. Shelly. Shelly. one? Yeah. yeah. Sh- I, uh, fuck. That, uh, David Lynch point. also delivers my absolute favorite line in this entire season um, when what's-his-face, motorcycle boy, or not motorcycle James. boy, the, uh, James walks in and goes, what the hell is this, when they're sitting on the same side of the booth and they're about to kiss oh, David yeah. Lynch. And <laughs> oh, you mean Bobby? Bobby. This is a three-quarter turn view of a moment of tenderness between two adults. <laughs> <laughs> I was good. When I heard that, I definitely specifically wanted to talk about that moment in, on this on this episode. Because he's like, and you better watch carefully because I'm going to do it again. Because I'm going to do it again. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, I, this, to, tell you, okay. to tell you guys a story. I'm so happy about and, everyone's reactions already <laughs> to season two. And and much like this season itself, um, this story kind of comes out of nowhere. And I remember that I had seen one scene of Twin Peaks, an ex girlfriend who loved Twin Peaks mm-hmm. and never like sat me down to watch it. Um, tried to show me. She didn't love Twin Peaks. Then. I know. I showed me that <laughs> scene, fan. the scene where David Lynch as what is that character's name? Did, Who? David, David Lynch's character David or Lynch's the director with the, the headphones with the the, the you're hearing? Yeah, David Lynch's character, Gordon Cole. Gordon Cole goes to Shelley <laughs> and he goes, "Oh my God, it's miraculous! I can hear you. I haven't said a single thing." And then Log Lady says something. What? Ma'am, you're gonna have to speak up. I and I just and she's trying to explain. She okay. This is like why I didn't get into Twin Peaks earlier because that's the scene that she showed me. And then she tried to explain the significance of what's going on. There's no and oh. like of course I was like yeah you were you might as well be speaking Korean to me. Like there is no understanding that's happening. That is not a language I am fluent in. No, uh, and I um. <laughs> and yeah, and then it, when I finally came back to that scene, that memory was like dislodged from the iceberg of I don't want to think about that land wow. in my subconscious, Whoa. and like came back to the forefront. Like, oh shit, I have seen this scene of Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks. It was cool. Yeah. Twin- <laughs> did, did you forget the show that we watched? Twin Peaks. As a matter of fact, I did. It's one of those like, did you really? <laughs> I understand completely. Brian, ah, well, you know, I understand you because you don't under, you don't know people's names. That's fair. Because you also go, don't know people's faces, which makes it very hard for me to know whether I've met makes someone. Makes me or not. the. <laughs> it's a good point. Anyway, sorry, you were asking me a question. Uh, what is your plan for getting us through season two of Twin Peaks? Because we 
This um, is one like the first one we could kind of scatter shot through. This one is no way. so many things, so many avenues to explore. I okay. I was figuring mm-hmm. that we. I'm not start... seeing any notes, so absolutely not. This is okay. I've watched Twin Peaks like three. I've watched the original series like three, maybe four times now. Wow. I'm like that's why I don't have notes is because I'm reasonably confident I can talk about just about everything in the show, um, but people will definitely have questions that I can't answer because I won't remember. But I don't care because that's also how Twin Peaks season two feels is like you've you're watching something that you're not remembering as you're watching it because literally everything happens in this season. This is um, a season that literally made me forget how numbers worked. We it can- was like um, <laughs> episode like nine or ten or whatever when the main <laughs> plot kind of concludes. I'm like, oh shit, that was really fast for 22 episodes. How the no. fuck am I only on episode 13? Oh, well, like, no, whatever, no, right no, now, no, like, no. I was fully convinced I'd somehow so watched eight extra episodes. Maybe we can maybe we can start there then, and then we'll yeah. kind of... We'll, then we'll just... Honest to God, I don't think this episode's even going to be that much opinion. It is, but it's not going to be as much opinion as you think. It's going to be a lot of just simply collating thoughts to get, like, putting things in files going, this is where this goes, apparently. I have strong and collected opinions on the entirety of this season. Uh, That makes my heart full. (laughs) That makes my heart full. Well, I think it's a... The way I break it up is there is the... Pretty much the conclusion of season one, right? Like the rest of Twin Peaks as we had known it so far, which yeah. happens with the conclusion of the main story near the beginning of the season. Can we just and talk then about it? Like, are we allowed to like just say? So like, we'll do we a blanket. Who, yeah. We'll do a blanket spoiler warning now Yeah, for Twin Peaks because we have... There's no way we do this without speaking right. about those things and referencing yeah. them back to other things and bringing other stuff up. And y'all had the time. Y'all had yeah. fucking million weeks that we gave you and also 25 thousand years at this point because this was out so, in 1991 most of you weren't probably fucking born when this came out so let's cool it so we 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 <laughs> delivered the the ban we've delivered the the warning on yes um, spoilers leland it was leland it was fucking it was, bob <laughs> and leland's body it was oh, bob and leland's body bob oh, killed fucking oh, laura palmer that's who did it i found out it was awesome it was pretty cool i uh, <laughs> so i have mixed feelings about it because it's like yeah Bob killed Laura Palmer, and I'm like, I know. Was that a surprise? I thought we knew the whole time that Bob killed her. It was very clearly that that's the weird thing about that is Bob is set up in technically the first episode because he shows up in the background of a mirror in the shot of Sarah Palmer's vision right at the end of the first maybe second episode mm-hmm. she's that vision where she like goes up the stairs and goes through things you can see him in the background it was initially on accident and then david lynch went i love that energy you're now the main antagonist oh. of my mystery stop show stop it is that dead why serious he, he, he was a set dresser shit? he was a set dresser is that and he got stuck behind a couch so his face looks the way that it does <laughs> Yeah, I don't I mean, mean that he's ugly. What natural. an unfortunate I, thing to say. <laughs> I just mean like the 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 way that he acts. His face is like very. He doesn't look like an actor, right? He doesn't. He's not no. like doing like no. He's just doing like the. I'm evil. <laughs> he does. He's he's got the face of someone who would actually be from Twin Peaks, not an yeah. actor portraying Correct. someone. From Correct. Twin I Peaks. I thought it was an artistic decision to make him overact like that. I love that because he does look like someone who has a very like 
I would say believably tough. He's not like it's not like a Hollywood tough thing. Like you, you're like you've seen something at least. Like you seem a little more real and rough and rugged. And then he's like, that's ham real. He's <laughs> ham and cheese. Like yeah. he yeah. is. I, there's the one scene where he's like, Mike, where are you? He's like in some boiler room or something. Mm-hmm. Like right in during that dream episode and like episode three. Yeah. yeah. And he's just like, oh, what? He's like looking around really big, and then he's just staring right into the camera. And I'm like, this is kind of creepy, but. A little more, a little showier than I expected. Maybe if it's, you ham it up more. Maybe if you go yeah. so far, yeah. It's funny because it his, you know, I guess lack of acting style blends in well with David Lynch's sort of like hard juxtaposing like weird mm-hmm. reactions and uh, like choices and like very strong yet seemingly kind of stochastic choices. Um, like that's just the style of acting that he likes in a lot of his stuff. So it's weird because it kind of like slip under the radar. Like, oh wow, probably David Lynch just told him to do something fucking weird. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, probably, probably on purpose. Like, nope, nope, he was a set dresser. He <laughs> snuck one, that <laughs> one right in there. You're an idiot. <laughs> he, he, I think he just likes pulling people. I think he really does look at life through his lens that you see on screen a lot of the times or like a version of it so he just yeah. like and he hears it you seem like you box. belong here and throws them in front of the camera yeah um and that's how laura palmer got a larger that's what you were saying cousin um as, <laughs> which uh, they spoil in the which they spoil in i forget the title of it but the soap opera within the soap opera right. before it happens they develop a twin plot and then maddie shows up as a twin, you can't call, oh. she's the cousin, but she's a twin. Twin, yeah. <laughs> that, why they call it Twin Peaks? I literally, you, no <laughs> one will know this because it's not the only. I my hand stopped for a moment and curled up in a spasm because I was going to turn <laughs> off all of that's, the audio equipment and like walk out of the room. <laughs> that's going to be my new Twin Peaks fun fact. Because it's, it's oh no, please. It was going to call it. It was going to be called like. Pacific Northwest or whatever. <laughs> Speaking of that weird dream, um, another fun Twin Peaks pull, and this is another one that got dislodged from mm-hmm. the, like the the iceberg of I don't want to think about that land. Um, in Buffy the Vampire Slayer, in a in the silent episode, which is a well regarded episode, Buffy has a weird ass dream where she comes and there's a man with just pieces of American cheese like on his head <laughs> and it's it's a shot for shot remake of something in Twin Peaks. Oh. Like it's a fucking weird like in one of the weird dreams in there there's like a there's like a moment there's like a little tableau kind of in the background like in one of the dream sequences and that's just recreated exactly in Buffy Summer's dream. Whoa. In like the fourth season. Today I learned. Interesting. I, know, I gotta go. Right? Watch. Isn't that the writer strike episode? Isn't that why they don't talk? Is because they don't have dialogue oh, or something? Like, might be. Oh, isn't no, that no, during? Was, um, Josh Whedon being else? shitty, and someone said, "Yeah, it's just because it's a quippy show. That's the only reason people like it." Like, fine, I'll write a show and talk oh, about dialogue. Oh, it was Fuck an you. ego feeder. Oh, you mm. you yeah, hate Joss to Whedon. see it. Yeah, you hate to see it. Um, Anyways, as far as yes. like the going back to Bob yes. and whether or not that was a quip. <laughs> So that's part Bob. of it that it is Bob, right? And then the hundred percent, hundred percent. Second half of it is that it's because he can possess people. Because Mike is possess that the whole yeah. without chem- the one armed man thing. I think shows us that yeah, Bob is in someone exactly, theoretically. which yes. means we already know that he can do it, and we see that he's possessed Leland well before and before the big reveal. Like he's like currently possessing Leland when we find out that it was Leland. So we're already like, and they're like heavily hinting the whole time that. They're basically saying, yeah, Leland did it, 
all the way leading up to when they actually confirm that yes, Leland possessed by Bob yeah. did it. After they yeah. had spent like hours telling us that <laughs> that is what it was. Oh, yeah. in terms of the show, yes. yes. The show is very you get this weird you get a reveal before anybody in the show knows it. The yeah. only the per, well, the reveal it's you get dramatic is dramatic irony. Is uh, thank you. That's what it is. Um, is when the audience knows something, but the the characters don't. Mm-hmm. Um, and the tension that that creates. So yes, but there's all I do like, and I I think his hair turns white before he's revealed as so. Bob. Yeah, so like stuff like one. that is fun. Like I like that stuff because it that does kind of when you look back you go oh yeah he's bob because bob has fucking gray weird hair and leland's hair starts to turn that there and then he's like there's something else he does that is like a reference to something bob does that like he's it's one of the things it's either one of the songs he sings or like the fact that he's dancing or something like that or like he switches there's something like there's more lead-ups to it but i like that they do that i didn't Here's my struggle with it. I love that absolutely horrible, terrifying, I can't believe this is on network television scene of Maddie getting killed by Leland slash Bob. Like, yeah. that scene is fucking harrowing. That, that, yeah. This is another scene where, I go, awesome. where I go, I'm literally like, no way Disney Corporation allows this <laughs> on their television, because they own ABC now. I don't know if they oh own them then, God. but... Twin Peaks yeah. on Disney Plus would be a Why? joy, a joy <laughs> to see. Like, would you like to watch The Lady and the Tramp? How about Twin Peaks <laughs> Firewalk with me? <laughs> oh, oh no! You're 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 gonna regret saying what you just said. <laughs> like, if you like the search for Christopher Robin, here's Firewalk here's with me. <laughs> Did you enjoy Lion King one and a half? Try Twin oh, Peaks no. Firewalk Try with me. <laughs> That's kind of like a one and a half. It's, it's like Twin Peaks one and a half. Um, oh my god! But uh, so I don't. Sorry. It's, so the in the first season there was a lot of like we all like we're supposed to also want to know who killed Laura Palmer. Yes. But by the time it's happened, it's or we've or, like they did. It wasn't like a big bang for us, you know. It wasn't. There was never like a, oh my god, it was this. They like early on just kind of like let it bleed out. They were like, it is this. And so it was only dramatic for the characters once it was happening, you know? So this it, was a um, something that happened to David Lynch, right? Like, he was receiving pressure from executives, like, all right, let's wrap up this whole yes. Laura Palmer Basically, thing. Basically, Mar- Mark Frost and David Lynch had a little bit of differing as to what they were going to do, but they were basically both incredibly hesitant to reveal the killer. I think David Lynch said he never wanted to, and Mark Frost was like, down the line I wanted to but yeah, like way later than you know like what I mean that. like so that it's almost an app you kind of come back to it sort of thing but they both were very like no 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 and <laughs> apparently the executives wanted it done by the end of season one what they the wanted shit? it to reveal at the end of wow. season one <laughs> and I'm like then what was the TV show did they like... just want eight episodes like that's fucking insane it's, it's yeah sorry by the way no no this is just a this is speaking of the whole Disney thing uh, the I believe he was the CEO or the chief. I think yeah, uh, CEO at the time of ABC Television was a guy named who was constantly during this seat like February and May of 1991 was constantly the person in the press going, yeah, we'll see if Twin Peaks comes back. Yeah, it's probably not coming back. Was Bob Iger who oh, is shit. Oops. just just stepped down last year as CEO of the Disney Corporation. <laughs> 
Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So thanks, Bob. We if really like Toy Story it. Four. How about Firewalk with me? You know what else we could use a live action remake of? Twin Peaks Firewalk. Twin Peaks Firewalk. I I don't know because the the rights to Twin Peaks are a complete mess, so I don't know how I would cream my jeans for the psychopathy of taking either whichever one you can get, either Twin Peaks or Firewalk with me or whatever, and just remaking it. Just right in front of David Lynch's face. Just fucking, hey, we're going to do this, and it's going to be unironic. Just, what if no, they stop did it, it, please. In the style of Wet Hot American Summer, where they just had grown people playing the same <laughs> characters as their younger selves. <laughs> same cast, they, just playing 25-year-old younger they did, versions they of just themselves. Did. They bring everybody back they got from the return, and they go, "We're doing Twin Peaks," and they go, "Oh, another season?" They go, "No, no, 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 no. the original season, the original season, <laughs> shot for out. shot, like 1990 Psycho with Vince Vaughn, <laughs> oh, shot <no>. for shot, <laughs> except with out. Anthony Perkins and fucking <laughs> Vivian Lee." Check this out: Disney's newest Broadway musical, <laughs> Twin Peaks: Firewalk with Dude, Me. Firewalk with Me, brought to you, I you, know, you like were a say. live a live television event. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say Twin Peaks, the musical, the show, the musical. <laughs> Colon, firewalk fire with me. Colon, firewalk with me. <laughs> we're not even on firewalk with me. I'm gonna have such a better time when I we get there this. now. Uh, we're gonna have a, a fucking oh um, joy. Yeah, not to only poop oh. on the the Bob possessing Leland thing because I did mm-hmm. actually. Like that scene when they're when he's in like, like the, the, the interrogation the, well, the room, interrogation room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, that's a very good scene. Goes off, and yeah. it's like, yeah, it's like very cool, it's really cool. Ray Wise, the guy who plays Leland, is a very good actor, and he the <laughs> the only other big thing I know him from. He's in a million other things. Every time I watch this, I just think that he was in. Uh, Tim and Eric's billion dollar movie as yep. a like guru for like bathing shrimp. in shit or something. Yeah, shrimp or something, which yep. is just, just absolutely disgusting. My so I boys think are fed on only the softest meats. <laughs> you talking about Leland? Yes, I'm Leland pretty sure Palmer. he also played the devil in something or other. He did on a TV oh. show. Um, it's yeah. one of those. Uh, um, fuck, it's not Lucifer. It's a, it's like the what preceded Lucifer and like let's put the devil as a sympathetic character on TV mm-hmm. and it's. It's like you a, told me about it, Jorge, years like a, ago. Yep, I'm almost can remember it, but I can't. On tip of the tongue. It's like it's in the same style. <laughs> it's gonna blurt as, it out twenty minutes later. <laughs> dead like me, you know. It's like that. Style. I thought of dead like yeah. me when but you said that. The devil's but it's, not yeah. in that. So. Oh well, okay, then fuck. <laughs> but it's the same kind of thing, you know. It's like a demon that works for the devil, and they're, they're gotcha. doing some, okay. something similar to okay. dead like me. Um, but Ray Wise is incredible. That's why, like, yeah, he's awesome. Everyone, like, I think yeah, we all agree that actor. that scene was very good. Like Kyle MacLachlan won two Emmys and a Golden Globe for this show for a reason. Like, Dale Cooper's fucking fantastic. And yeah. Ray White, you know, very good. But you had a issue... I was just saying that scene was good. That, that was just to, for, to put a pin in that, oh, okay. that whole reveal. I don't like like some of it narrative-wise. Mm-hmm. But like, the, the scene, once we get there, I think is very cool. Yeah, yeah definitely. That's the, that, that kind of... The, that, what you just said there, Hori, kind of sums up um, the second season for me as well. Because, like, there was a I peak. didn't like... In fact, there were two of them. And then there was a second peak later in the- Twin Peaks. Um, <laughs> Fuck. Don't no, just like, say whatever, Twin Peaks. Whatever. You can don't just... <laughs> Roll credits. Without uh, saying Firewalk no, like, with Firewalk me. Firewalk with me. Firewalk, colon, Firewalk with me. Um, 
so here, fire walk with me on this journey really quick. Whenever something in this season like <laughs> doesn't you. work narratively, mm-hmm. I really like the way that it's like shot and acted and done. Uh, and then sort of the opposite, like, well, this is weird. I don't really like that they're talking backwards or whatever. But I really like narratively, like where we ended up <laughs> the at the end. Yeah, it's 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 very funny how like yeah, this is always working on working for me on at least one level. You know, like it's, it's, uh, whether you know it's the the, um, mise en mise en scène, or the you know the narrative, the, mm-hmm. you know, the narrative that we're going through. One or the other is you know is carrying me through, and I love it. And it was just very funny. Like it's the first time that I've kind of starkly yeah. noticed that. Yeah, yeah, this is this is a really great fifty fifty because like this half <laughs> of the production super working for me. This other half, but also what the fuck's going no. on? <laughs> yeah, so, for me, David company, great actor. Why is this character here? Why is Denise here? <laughs> Not sure I, why I'm happy they were, this. but yeah, I, was I, gonna I, say. I am too. Don't get me wrong. I was very, yeah, again, like I didn't realize that we could have a good representation like that in 1991 um, and let alone David Duchovny doing it. But <laughs> I, did, um, I immediately was like, is that David Duchovny? That David Duchovny? <laughs> it is Denise Duchovny. Um, but it was, yeah, it was great. Uh, so yeah, like that, like, oh yeah, this is really cool. Narratively, like, why are we doing this right now? Like What's this is on? like right yeah. when it falls off. Like after we have that Leland Bob reveal a couple the episodes ex- later, like what's going on? I think that's also a lot of the issue with this season and kind of potentially what was going to not necessarily what was happening with the show, but like the fact that their one gun was fired and they didn't have another gun prepared. They actually did, but a backstage scuttlebutt actually scrapped their second biggest gun because and this is something I brought up that I think other people we, we vaguely touched on the widely regarded as the second best thing out of the first season for a lot of people was in terms of a narrative thrust was fire Audrey and Ager. <laughs> no, it wasn't. That's that was the main thrust that already that was there already. It was in a storyline. It wasn't the they second didn't, peak. They didn't separately go. Oh, and then let's. It really focus on fire walk with me and not actually realize what it means to the rest of the story. Um, somebody just started writing a book called fire walk with me. Uh, the, the second biggest strength that a lot of people saw was the relationship between agent Cooper and Audrey Horn mm-hmm. as like a strong thing to build a story around, whether it's getting him involved more with like Ben Horn's shenanigans with the Ghostwood estate and then having him deal with all the, people who are I mean, are suddenly alive with the real estate scam and like who yeah. fake their deaths and came back and killed someone else but that didn't that's a whole other thing yeah but like, i was just gonna back yeah. you up on like the rescue of audrey from the one eye jacks yeah that was fucking awesome. that was also yeah that, that was, was pretty really rad good. fucking hawk killed a guy <laughs> yeah, yeah dude, threw a knife like, out of nowhere <laughs> fucking, yeah <laughs> sitting like standing right at the top of the steps like in mid like a post follow through on his throat because he just threw a knife into some Canadian fucking bodyguard and then <laughs> fucking, fucking insane. Cooper just looks at the dead guy and then looks at Hawk and he's like great throw like thanks or something he just walks <laughs> away with Audrey like, like over his assist. shoulder <laughs> and I'm like god damn it Deputy Hawk's the best fucking character in the show so, so oh for me god. like what I want to talk about is so the what I was saying was up through when we find out that it's Bob, mm-hmm. that ends like the first of the three phases of season two for me, in which I have completely mm-hmm. distinct opinions. Okay. The first phase, which is that, which is still basically Twin Peaks season one, yeah. 
I have about the same opinion. Generally, I was going to say, it's still pretty positive. Watch like, our first episode on it. Ex- uh, <laughs> You'll get exactly what he Phase knows. two. Phase two. For me, is after that, we fall into this whole crazy actual soap opera Dark Shadows type of thing <laughs> where they are just like <laughs> peeling off new characters and elements and supernatural things that are coming out. And <laughs> I episode. fucking <laughs> love it. I am here for <laughs> it. It's in the movie. Zero sense. There every, it's like every little idea <sighs> that anybody has, it's like, oh, little loose, like little Antichrist kid, put it in the movie. He's not- <laughs> <laughs> fucking every character who died is secretly alive put it in the movie people like when there's creatures that are introduced and they're like wearing sunglasses and looking at a fire yeah, and he's got like the fire in his sunglasses oh, the, yeah, the, and I'm like this is, is awesome this? none of this needs to make sense I don't care let's just keep rolling right through I it I don't even remember that character's name it's like Michael something maybe but yeah he's this incredible there's he's played by Jonathan Price who's another character actor you've seen in a million things he was the only thing I know. Other thing I know from him was he was the professor who creates the ooze in TMNT two, oh? the secret of the ooze. Wow! <laughs> yeah, super well what done, Brian. Super Thanks. well done. I swear yeah. to God, he's Thanks for stuff. that cultural I swear to God, cornerstone. He's a character actor and other stuff. I swear, please. The the, oh. the, the scene that for me made it yes. click in that I'm loving what is happening is so. Oh God, it's gonna be hard. I don't remember anybody's name. Bobby's father or caretaker general mentor ward bobby is his ward is it his father or not it's his dad it is his dad. major major breaks no sorry not bobby the other one james james they both wear motorcycle jackets that's a completely reasonable one no, no i do know the difference i'd miss yeah, yeah bobby. that's that's completely fine james james uh big ed who is his big uncle ed. uncle big ed gotcha so uh, <laughs> large ed big ed's <laughs> wife oh yeah i knew nadine nadine <laughs> Her whole amnesia back Super kind of like back suicide attempt coma suicide attempt that turns into her being back in time as a, as a cheerleader going to high school. That so there's that. Put that aside for a second, and then uh, the, I don't know how you can the but... waitress the who who owns like the owner of the diner Norma Norma who is with Big Ed, her ex husband coming back from jail and being involved. Her current husband yes. coming back from jail and being involved in all like the crime scandals mm-hmm. and like starting to build up his criminal empire again. Hank. Yes, Thank Hank. You. Those two separate storylines all of a sudden crossing over inside of Big Ed and Nadine's house <laughs> yes. when he shows up to beat up, maybe kill Big Ed and Nadine with her super adrenaline strength that she still has from the suicide By attempt the way, is able to beat him up. I was going to say, you said you said put that aside and I thought you were going to go to the second part of that, which is <laughs> Nadine inexplicably has super has strength. Super strength, yes. Throws a kid across the school I, that, that's the Rocks thing, a like, high schooler's world. They were, <laughs> they were doing all these separate storylines and I'm like, okay, okay, okay. And it was that was the first one where they started crossing over into each other and i'm like oh my god i love this starts to weave <laughs> <up right> now. <laughs> i'm doing i'm doing a weave hand motion now for, but then yeah. it's like i see everything she has superpowers <laughs> so that she can defeat hank in this scene so it's all it's that. all going somewhere <laughs> it's until, like doing a maze backwards like ridiculous. it's so obvious now yeah. <laughs> until eventually it doesn't which begins phase three, <laughs> which I feel very differently about. But what do we... Does that make sense to people like that phase oh, yeah. two area? A hundred percent. Oh, yeah. I, do you have a specific place where your phases end? Phase two uh, and phase three, three ends? The last bit of phase two is when we start hearing about, remind me, final antagonist. Oh, Wyndham uh, Earl. Wyndham Earl. Uh, Interesting. Phase three starts proper when 
Wyndham Earl all of a sudden starts being the entire subject of every episode. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I makes sense. <laughs> You're it's very funny how a lot of the fan base is exactly the opposite of you. How well for phase two and three. Mm-hmm. They are like a lot of the audience is very and I think I was that way for a while, but I think I was that way because I heard I was supposed to be that way. Right. And then I watching it again, I literally just went, I'm having fun this whole time it's just silly and it's kind of ridiculous like it's a different thing but the fact that dale cooper is still here yeah is like my rock yeah and then i was sad because i was a big fan of audrey so i was sad to see her kind of get moved very clearly from like you're a you're on the starting bench to like we're gonna move you we're gonna move you back the reason that was was because the actress who plays Donna was romantically involved with Kyle McLaughlin. Oh. And she yeah. started getting in his ear about, I don't think Audrey and you would be doing this. Blah, blah, blah. And then Kyle McLaughlin was like, oh. I'm not sure the whole thing with Audrey and Cooper's a little weird because of the age. She's so young. And then the, the people on the show were like, we'll scrap it. Cool. And that's why a lot of these other things are so like come up out of nowhere. Because yeah. they basically had to like clear out the space of season two. Like, they ripped out their main plot line, Jesus. which was Audrey and Agent Cooper, and they were like, let's throw everything in between, like, yeah. just to make space for it. Um, so, we yeah, thanks. unswiss this cheese of a plot. <laughs> thanks, Laura Flynn Boyle, for that. Uh, Donna was the yeah. one who's with James. Correct. Damn. Okay. That's good. <laughs> I, the other thing that happens during phase two is they're doing the investigation of Dale Cooper. And that's when yeah. he takes off his suit and he puts on the flannel, and then he gets deputy. It's, it's when a deputy of it's <laughs> when the sheriff makes him a deputy. I'm like, oh my god, the transformation oh, yeah. is complete. Transformation like Kyle McLaughlin is full Twin Peaks See, now. This, yeah, he this, is the Douglas fur. That's all he smells like now. Turns into a Douglas. <laughs> rips himself out of a Douglas fur. I that was actually the funny thing when I saw that part. I went, oh. Why did they ever have an issue about solving this murder? He's just a deputy now of Twin Peaks. He's going to yeah. quit the FBI, and he's just going to be a deputy and of Twin Peaks. now Pe- we can have a real And now TV we can shows. have the show for a million seasons. What's the issue? He doesn't, he's not going to leave Twin Peaks now. And then I'm like, oh, If they fuck. had cut out the Wyndham Earl stuff and kept doing Phase 2, we would still have Twin Peaks <laughs> we today. Would, we <laughs> Fire Walk With Me would have never happened. From the from the It rate. wouldn't be a Sorkin walk and talk. People would just be talking about, hey, man, Fire Walk With Me real quick. Fire Walk With Me. It would be you would Fire Walk With Me instead of walk and talk. <laughs> Guys, I need you to go Fire Walk With Me for a sec. This is getting really... Hey, you. You, buddy. Come here. Fire Walk With Me for a sec. Let's have a con. Oh, my God. If I say... If I accidentally say this in real life, I think I'm going to jump <laughs> off a bridge. I think I'm just... Twin Peaks colon it. fire walk with me. Sorry, you guys were getting to say it, and I didn't have any reason to say it, and I wanted to <laughs> say it. So I said it. it out. We were trying to make uh, it into a thing, and it was. <laughs> I like saying Twin Peaks colon fire I really fire walk do. With me. It's very it's, good. Is there it's a, a good anything? title? There, uh, pretty sure, reasonably certain that there is. I, anyways, it's the stuff I don't. What don't anyways me there. I wasn't even giving what? you dead air for a bit. Are you trying to? What did y'all <laughs> think about face taste two? We're calling it now. Um, I, I guess I also had like a, a fun time in there. Like, I, it yeah, was, it was a lot of it was I would watch an episode like I have no idea what's gonna happen next, and like, oh, yep, I am surprised. <laughs> like, you're like, I don't, I don't know what's going on. And then when we finally kind of 
it is it is i guess it is within windham earl uh when we kind of pick up a thread it's not the thread because we left the first one way behind um but when we finally get some like red lodge black lodge white lodge and black white white, whatever white lodge they're red curtain but white lodge black lodge (laughs) like let's bring this all together yeah let's talk about some magic shit and by the way there's a cave now. Um, that's always fun to find a cave in the woods with petroglyphs and shit. Like when but we finally get, I like get that. Back into that. I like that a lot. You know, when we finally. So for me, when they do the hero shot again of the four people just moving up to be like staring at, the, I love that shit so much. Where just there's that one shot of Cooper and like Hawk and Sheriff fucking Truman and like Doc Haywood all the way in the background, like standing forward, like looking forward mm. in this shot. I'm just like. What what is this? Is this a yeah. promo photo for the show or something? I don't that's, know what the that's, fuck's that's going on. The here. other thing, man, like when it when the narrative picks back up, a couple of those weird like blocking choices, like why are we doing this right now? Why is this like fucking? Why am I into it and confused? And, <laughs> but like, also <laughs> averse, you know. Um, versus like I have no idea what's going on. I'm I'm on a, I'm on a ride. I'm uh, having a great time like a dog in the car right now <laughs> with like the middle of season two. Yeah, I, I'm generally positive on it. I do. I especially for 1991 and for Dale Cooper specifically. It's another great Dale Cooper moment sort of thing of like who he is as a character is his handling of Denise Bryson because it is very much, she walks in and she's, he's, he, he's no, he's only known Denise as Dennis before. He's yeah. like Dennis Bryson's DEA great agent, blah, blah, blah. And then Denise walks in women, you know, the whole setup and he looks and he goes, Dennis and I think he says, like, Dennis, what happened or something like that? And she just goes, it's a long story, but I'd prefer Denise now. Never calls it, never misgenders her again. Denise yeah. the whole time. And I'm like, Dale Cooper's so fucking cool. Yeah, it was cool. They <laughs> I love that line. Made um, her a trans woman and didn't, like. Yeah, it's yeah. not. It's like, just like half measures like other shows do. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. I love the uh, the line that Denise has. Like, look, I put my panties on one leg at a time, just like everybody else. And it was like, yes, yeah, it's just solid. Like, this is just a yeah. cool character who is a badass who like just happens to be trans. All right, we've got some other kooky shit to work in here, so we're just gonna go <laughs> right. No, past. Time like, no time to address this. No issue. time. Yeah. It's like because we don't need to. It's not a thing. Let's just go. We got yeah. magic and shit yeah. to deal with. This is not what we're doing here. I'm, I'm, yeah, it was really nice. I'm still a little uncertain about the handling of it, just particularly because they do like make it a point in like the raid on the uh, on yes. the one-eyed Jock guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jacks? is it Jock or it's Jack? One-eyed Jack or Jack? Jack, the, Jack or Jack? Canadian spelling of Jacks. <laughs> I kept saying Jacques, Jorge Jack Jacques. was just gonna. Uh, he was looking at me and Fire I walk with me. I could, yes. I could Jack feel Jacques. the Fire volume grow, like the intensity of just Jack or Jocks, Jack or Jacques, like just doing a crescendo that would never I was end. Fucking it up. I had to say it right one time. Jacks. There is a character named Jacques Renault who is a dealer yeah. at One Eye Jacks. Jacks. Yeah. Sorry. Continue. Not Jacks. Not Jacks. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, when they're when they're raiding. Yeah. Uh, the them after they kidnapped um, Cooper. Cooper, they specifically make Denise dress. Denise goes up as a waitress. Yeah, right. Yes, but they make a comment about it when she goes up. Is it something like that? I don't know. The the whole plan in like there's a point where she dresses masculine again. Yeah. 
because she's supposed to be that was the whole thing for the right for the setup is she dresses as a man to be like the supplier or like the buyer of the drugs that's the whole thing and then they go she goes back and dresses as a waitress and comes up to like save the day yeah so i i I guess my point is only i just would have rather they like let her just be a be a character and that's it and yeah. not like use it as a device as, like a device necessarily like in that kind of way it but is I don't a know. nice that's completely maybe fair. doesn't matter yeah. <clears throat> it is a nice payoff when cooper pulls the gun from her like garter belt <laughs> and then that's what you know then they start firing around at people like this is fucking awesome i fucking love this shit this yeah. is this is this is great it's, it's classic classic cop shootout shenanigans yes. i'm having a great time the the only and i don't remember exactly where it happens in your phases because it's a little kind of where it is when james leaves that's that's in phase i promise you if it's not about Wyndham earl it's in phase oh two. okay that's uh, why that's, i don't like phase three because it's entirely that is the one thing there are two things that i think both happen in phase. yeah they should happen in both phase two that i massively dislike James leaving, which gets the whole Evelyn Marsh shit okay, so going. That, that's what I was curious about, is whether you meant when he leaves Twin Peaks and goes to that next town, or when he leaves altogether. The going off to do a side story while yeah. still on the thing. That is go-away heat. That's fucking change the channel. I, I Super bored. hate that so much. That's also a lot of stuff that got extended because of the Audrey Cooper line going in the trash, is another thing that happened. Um, and the other thing that is... So bizarre and insane that I can't remember when it happens. I simply know it's the end of an episode. Is when Josie <laughs> is turned or is trapped in a doorknob. A doorknob? Yeah, like when the, Josie the is killed think, yeah. because she is yeah. revealed to be the shooter of Cooper at the end of season one. And That's another plot they, point we need to talk about. Then they, she I, dies, yeah, and I, I think the then she dies i think cooper shoots her in self-defense so she, no, no, gets, she has a she has a heart attack from like oh or something yeah but then the spirit yeah. of bob gets her like and sticks and her in a traps her in a drawer's doorknob <laughs> and then like there's like this weird cgi like doorknob like help i'm trying and then that's what they pause on to do the credits over instead of the laura palmer face yep. and i'm like what is this they, they had to that, leave it there to like sit with the audience to go what the fuck was that like do we 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 should just mention that there's a whole there's a whole plot where a lady's like where the the sister of the mill owner is dressed up like an asian oh. man and that, that's, oh, that's like a whole my god a whole side plot that happens she's wearing like a bad fu man shoe and, and like, she's it's, doing a gravelly it's as bad as you fucking think it could oh be. my yeah it's a, it's bad as you think it could be and that's just like happening this was the other the thing <clears throat> sorry this is another reference thing so i brought up that because that that uh, actress is Piper Laurie who was the mom in, K- in the original Carrie like she was a very prolific actor right yeah. mm-hmm. bunch of prolific actors on this fucking show the one who I don't know if I mentioned but I'm gonna mention it now just for the sake of it because I rewatched the movie Ben Horn is Tony from West Side Story oh shit oh, this might have been a revelation for the last one but I, I'm gonna say just because I watched West Side Story recently and I looked at him and I'm like he looks so fucking familiar. And I realized it's him. So him and Dr. Jacoby actually worked together like 15 years before on oh. West Side Story because he was Riff. And he was also in the original Haunting. Oh, um, that's right. I think I knew that. Yes. that the Rust Hamlet's very 
even you would know who he is. <laughs> like he's very he's a recognizable I think I guy. I looked him up. You probably looked him up. Yeah. But like, yeah, uh, Tony from West Side Story is Benjamin Horn in this, so it's very weird seeing that. But Benjamin Horn has a bunch of wacky stuff. He goes insane because he gets accused of Audrey Horn's murder, and he kind of goes into this mm-hmm. weird. And he has to sell off the estate that he was working on to this Japanese businessman who turns out to be Piper Laurie, uh, or Catherine Martell is her character's name. Doesn't turn out to be shit. Doesn't she? She just is the whole time, and I can't believe he didn't, yeah. He's so racist that he didn't notice. Um, But he, like, goes into, like, this massive depressive episode, and he also starts hallucinating. Like, you know, he not only loses his memory, but, like, he kind of goes, breaks a little bit, and he believes he is... General Lee. Robert E. Lee. General Robert E. Lee. And he starts recreating the Civil War in his yep. office. And then Russ Tamblin's Dr. Jacoby is like, the way we'll get him out of this is by if we make it so that the Confederacy wins. And I'm like, what? Like, this shit and, is... Uh, Banana. Don't forget that Bobby is helping the whole time. Bobby's trying to get a job because he has, yeah, because he has evidence that can put Leo or put, yeah, put Leo and Ben Horn together in on the mill fire that ended the first season. Yeah, and so he's like, I'm gonna get a job out of this, but he doesn't even really use it because Ben he Horn is so fucking insane. Yeah. yeah, like he shows him a little bit, and he's cool, but like. Yeah, that's where that ends up going. There's no, like, actual yeah. storyline of that. It's just he's sad and needs to recreate the But that's the thing about war. having... He needs a, the South to rise again. The, the thing about having a bunch of different storylines is you don't need them all to be winners. I forgot all about that. You know what I didn't forget about <laughs> was Leo waking up. Because that shit was oh. fucking cool. You know? Right up until he ran away and then got lost <laughs> in the horrible <laughs> Windham Merle storyline. <laughs> Sucked up Is into when he gets like shock collared. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So I, th- I think that second part of Twin Peaks is bananas. I again, we all think it's a lot of fun. It's silly though. Like it's a oh, grab yeah. bag. It's like a complete silly like whatever. No, it's full soap opera. So to me, it's like what they always want. It turns they're... into the gimmick that it was lampooning kind narratively of. Yeah. it's when you slip on the ice and you're like oh, 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 oh. you try to catch your feet before you land flat that's like it's still there you know you're still it's making a lot of the windmilling and we're steady again it's into you know what it is it's a lot like outlaws and old ones because it, it's just like anywhere you look if it's not continuing one of the current storylines we're plot. just gonna make a new one it's a new story we're just gonna keep setting up storylines because we have forever and we never have to stop doing this except they and randomly someone else except is gonna they come had back. to stop yeah, yeah. Um, we can fire walk with us together forever. Yep. Stop. There it. will be no Windom Earl and Outlaws and Old Ones. There, I'm. My next character is going to be Windom Earl. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going <laughs> to run into the woods and I'm going to kidnap a character and just completely torture them. So with that, we should talk about Windom Earl Windham. because Windom Earl, which is I'm so interested to hear you talk about Windom Earl because he is widely regarded as like the thing in season two that kept the show afloat for a lot of people Mm -hmm. that they were like, this show was fucking absolutely tanked super hard. And then Wyndham Earl comes in to like put part of the show on his back and just walk it over to like the finish line. Um, The buildup for him was awesome. (laughs) It was very good. They're like initially when he's like, just coming out super good he starts a little bit of the teases. Like he's sending the wedding stuff to like the different police departments the chess shit. I just realized the that's why I'm shit. playing chess again. 
is because of wow. that. Are you serious? I didn't even That's think about really it, funny. but that has to be why I'm playing chess again. Is yeah, from oh, yeah. my God. I did not even think about it. Um, but once he is in like half of every episode and mm-hmm. he's talking nonstop and we're just watching him shock Leo over and over again and like doing yeah. his shit and none of it is like particularly interesting, I'm fucking over it, dude. Like, <laughs> get on with the cat and mouse game. Don't just like, I don't. Everybody just started talking for like really, really long spans of time. You know what I'm saying? Like there was the, when it's a full hour long episode that is only talking about like two plot lines. Like it's we're slowing down. You know, it, it is. What I find so interesting about it is I think actually a lot of the winner plot lines die in phase two or like they end like for all of the potential like transphobic areas it could have definitely delved into i am definitely of the opinion that the denise bryson storyline like her involvement and like that story is really good i liked it and i would have been like hey if there's more of that i have no problem but like that ends that's just like two or three episodes worth of like story kind of two episodes i think maybe um thrown in there and then a couple other things kind of start and end like they have their own little contained things and so the only things that are left are like well your absolute love of Nadine's <laughs> amnesia yeah. slash super strength is echo- explored more because she starts dating a high schooler. She is a 40-something-year-old woman who is dating and having sex with... She's rocking his world. Hopefully though. an 18-year-old. Oh, it's... Uh, what's... I forget. Who the fuck is that character it's, who, like, whispers in that boy's ear and, like, you know, you know the, the, the combination of super strength and sexual maturity... <laughs> <laughs> and the kid goes, Whoa! Whoa! I gotta go play pinball! Man, that was a lot of information! Which, like, what did they. Because that kid was already what having he sex, possibly, right? Like, yeah, what what he was he, dating Don, yeah. Like, he was. Yeah, it's like, oh my god, is that what I've been doing? You know? <laughs> clearly, and it was just... going to say, he was clearly hitting belly button oh, over the. You're just, god. like, completely fucking up. So um, I couldn't really figure out what she was doing that was so good for him. Squeezing. Guys. <laughs> It's like if he's sorry, almost, sorry to be lewd, but just, unless yeah. he's like getting, he's got an adrenaline-filled kegel that's going on. I was gonna <laughs> snap say, that thing off. I was gonna say maybe he's getting <laughs> like. I was gonna say maybe he's getting like pegged every night, but then how did he know he would like it? You know, like yeah, I feel like he's did, not somebody that would. I was him or his friend would just like know off the bat that that's something he'd be into. That's a that's a. I was if that's what he was bringing up to say sexual maturity plus. Yeah. If after super the, strength is. You'll, the pegging will be unreal. He goes, oh, finally. If That's after, why he was so frustrated with Donna, because she wouldn't peg it. Yeah, well, if after the first night they were together, then he was, like, on board. That makes more sense, you know. Sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, him, yeah. Like, a whole new world. But in this case, like, it's just, I don't know. I don't they, know that's was. the pitch that gets him into bed the first time, and then he's sold by the product alone there. Yeah. She took him to Firewalk with She Firewalked with him. Firewalked with him. I like that storyline. I was. It's yeah. bonkers, the, but yes. all the scenes where they're like together with Doctor Jacoby and like discussing <laughs> things. I'm like, I'm here for it. I, I do want to know see, what everybody's gonna say. It, I, to, see that one's interesting because to an extent, yes. There's some the amount of time. This is my thing. This is my big thing about it. Is the amount of time Ed and Norma are still in the storyline. <laughs> Yeah, because she believes that Wild. they're like that's her ex boyfriend and friend. Like, why are you taking them to this counseling meeting with Doctor Jacoby? And I know it's because Big Ed is her husband. Just like well, they need to get the divorce. It feels so odd. That's true. The thing is, like, I've, oh yeah, cause she breaks. She breaks up with him. Here's the thing, Brian. Like, I watch Supernatural. All right, correct. Uh, Wyndham Earl 
nothing new to me. The Black Lodge, White Lodge stuff, boring. Not got nothing for me. I've never seen anything like the Nadine storyline. <laughs> oh right? my god, so that's novel. Oh. It's novel to me. You know, it's oh still not. What do you god. want? From me? So the, that storyline oh. ends by once, uh, uh, like she literally like wakes up just in time to come back to ruin Ed's life now. Because she's like, why is our, why are all these people yeah. in my house? Like, she like, falls back into a coma, she, right? For briefly, and then she wakes up in the finale. She or finds out that Norma and Ed are getting married, and she like snaps out of it. Basically. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right. Yeah, um, for yeah. complicating that whole situation. <laughs> Fuck that actually. Because now, now you're like Big Ed was out clean, but now it's like, oh yeah. god, now you have to go all the way back through explaining to your wife that you're leaving. <laughs> Deal with all of the new stuff that happened in the situation. Yeah, but maybe I yeah. do soap operas. I don't know. Maybe that's just I, me. I, I love the idea of soap operas. You know what I mean? Like, I want plots that are just like out of nowhere. By the way, I wasn't aborted. I lived in yeah. Panama. <laughs> you know, like, I would watch and, that and right now. And now I'm here. Yeah. Like, I, I would. I love those reveals. Like, I think it's one of the things I love about Tootsie is that it takes place on the set of a soap opera, yeah. and it gives me all of those moments in a tight two hours. Yeah. Really snugly. <laughs> I think people have an easier time with it when it is like you go in and there's nothing but that, so you know what you're getting and you're there for it. I think the problem it's is not to compare it to. It's mixed in with all sorts of different kinds of show and different levels of quality. <laughs> and I have a very easy time like rolling with the punches and switching it up and yeah. being like ready to accept this new media that I'm watching. But I feel like other people struggle with that. Yeah, I feel like people take the most serious part or i'll just say the best parts in terms of just like raw Fair. quality right yeah. like just a t- prestige tv sort of thing and then they go why is this soap opera stuff in here and i go that's the point <laughs> it's, it's why is your serious stuff in my soap get opera? like this is a lampoon of this is a parody this is, a, this is winking at soap operas of course the soap opera shit has to be in here there's no other way to do it i love yeah i love uh Okay. Okay. We did. I love that we were so. No one wants to talk about Wyndham Earl that we said let's go to Wyndham Earl. That we immediately went back to Nadine. Because it's more fun. Go watch it yourself. Go go fucking watch the show yourself. You want to know Wyndham Earl? The one thing about Wyndham Earl I do I enjoyed. There's a bunch. You're a lot of stuff's agonizingly overlong and over descriptive and like annoying. Um, I love all of his stupid disguises. That he thinks are incredibly clever, but are just the equivalent of a Groucho mask, like a Groucho glasses and yeah. mustache sort of thing. I can't recognize him in any of them. Um, I'll be honest. With <laughs> well, then you have faced blindness, basically. Yeah. You can't recognize anybody. But um, his fucking pa- the the shit where he's talking with Leo and he's got a pan flute and he's just <laughs> like in between <laughs> monologuing, just like playing shit at him, and Leo's yeah. just like. Uh, 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 uh. It's not, not a pan flute, but yes. Sorry, I don't. Um, I don't uh, know what it really. Know, well, if you whistle? then you should have just agreed with me. Some little flute, should have uh, yes ended. Well, the, you even, you even. I know the pan you is the held multiple. it like a pan flute. I did. I out, out here in the physical space, I held it correctly. That is much funnier to me. Is why I wanted to point out that he's not just like it's not like even then. It's not as fun. Yeah. Only pants where like having. He a pan did flute. remind me of a little satyr when yeah, okay. Yeah, but then he hits him with the flute, and that was pretty. Oh yeah, there. I like that. Um, but what I, the only the last thing I wanted to say about something from Phase Two is we didn't talk about the receptionist from the police station. Oh Lucy. yeah, the cum Lucy. line, the cum storyline. Yeah, the the not knowing the daddy <laughs> who came in and they st- at the same time start looking out for that kid who might be the Antichrist or whatever. Uh, <laughs> who might have killed his parents? 
I don't have much to I'm say about pregnant. that except for that. Well, that makes sense. You came in me, but I'm sterile. Oh, shit. Who came in me? I got my comeback. I'm not <laughs> sterile. So is it my baby? I don't know who came in me. End of story. Firewalk with me. Firewalk fire with me. Firewalk with me. I don't know why they're Southern. <laughs> I, just, I mean, that's kind of Andy. Not the he's not as Southern, but he's, he's very, he's like, Lucy, did you see that I came? Like, that's how he is. You're yeah, sweet, <laughs> sweet Andy. I think Lucy's a complete monster to him. Because he's she's very he's mean never to him a lot of the times. Bad to her on his own. He just is legitimately dumb. I was gonna say so any like, of his. Yeah. What do you want from him? Any of his maltreatment is, is ignorance. None of it is malice. Like no, he isn't. Ne- never once. He is always either just honestly forgetful or is. He's like sorry, dumb. I yeah. forgot, or I have to do my job. Yeah. I don't know yeah, what you want like, from me. He's like, I would. He half the time he's like, I'm sorry, we have to cancel plans, but. Sheriff Truman and Agent Cooper found a bloody body <laughs> that's been ripped to pieces in I'm the like, woods. I'm and really she's traumatized like, by this. And she's like, fuck you, Andy. Yeah. We were going to have lunch in the park, and I was going to talk the whole time, and you have to go deal with a murder that you're definitely going to cry about because you're an emotionally fucking available person. And I and don't think cr- that's hot. And I dislike that. Don't, yeah. I would rather Wimp. be... My lady right. boner falls to the floor limp because of you crying so she, over a murdered teenager. She ends up with that asshole and she's <sighs> Dick like, Tremaine. Dick Tremaine and literally <laughs> yanks them both around him by force who does not even want to be there. But she's, <laughs> he, yeah. he was like, I was trying to Andy's fuck. And he's like, literally, I will take care of the child. I don't care. What do you want from me? <laughs> So I'm fucking bananas. I'm Team Andy on that. I'm 100% Team Andy. It's the easiest team ever. Anyway. Regardless of who came in her, I want to come home to Andy. I want to fire walk. I want to fire walk. I want to come home and fire walk with Andy. (laughs) Anyways. (laughs) Uh, Wyndham Earl. The Black Lodge and the White yeah. Lodge. I don't understand yes. anything about what they're saying about the lodges. I really could care less. I like but that inside stuff. Inside of you, there are two lodges. I like that stuff. Lodge. <laughs> <laughs> Firewalk with me. I like. Firewalk. I like all the lodge stuff because it's fun. Like that's where you get Major Briggs, who's like, who's Bobby's dad. Yes. Who works at the another at good the actor. base in another part of Twin Peaks. Sort the, of the Twin Peaks military base. Yes. Yeah, and then that's where they're getting like space messages that say Cooper on them, and like weird shit like that. And like he's talking about the owls. He goes him and oh, that's I think that's in Phase Two. Technically, is when that most of it is first. Ha- yeah, most of yeah, because it's not about Wyndham Earl. It's not in Phase Three. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, because it's not wrong. The Phase Three is Wyndham Earl getting wind. Of this storyline and then like dragging it over to the finish line sort of thing. Yeah. Because they, he goes to take a piss. Cooper goes to take a piss. And while Major Briggs is standing in the woods, like a flash of light happens and he has simply disappeared. Yeah. He is gone for multiple episodes. <laughs> you, and already, he, you brought us all the way back to phase two again. Sorry. I can't. He, it's yes, the only do, good stuff. They do that and that's they find out more yeah. about the messages. Sorry, and but the that's where like the lodge. Yeah. They start learning about the lodge and like its significance in Twin Peaks and how it's like this motivator of things mm-hmm. and how the Black Lodge is just like all evil. It's essentially hell. Yeah. It's essentially yeah. hell, and White Lodge is essentially heaven. But not really. I mean, it's... But not really. They're, no, they're just like, yeah, like other dimensions A through place which of magic great, can be attained. Exactly. Yeah. And here is the dark magic. They, here is the not-so-dark They do magic. the gimmick of... And they, they don't really address it in this, but like the Hawks gimmick with it is that you would have to 
go through the Black Lodge to get to the White Lodge. I do not know that. There's something along those lines where they they mention that part of it of like you have to face your shadow there and your then be tested. Yeah, exactly. Uh, which yeah. manifests in the show as the doppelganger yeah. shit. Um, um, yeah. I, I, this, the reason I like this shit is, so I love like the idea that's presented in this show that magic, if it were to exist, uh, would make no sense. You know what I mean? Like, it is, oh, sure. it is counter to sense. Because, you know, like, the rational universe is that which, you know, like, where there's no magic going on, gravity's a thing, whatever, the weak force, the strong force, whatever. Like, things are explainable. Mm-hmm. And then, it, like, magic would look like absolute fucking chaos. You know, like, yeah, there's a guy who takes your dream ring and your dream possessions and you get them back when you <laughs> solve the magic task in my riddles when three you see, and I'm a giant. When you like, see his riddles. It's not even, he says, I will tell you things that are true. And then once you notice them, I will give this back to you. Like, it's not even you have to solve them. You just have to be paying attention. (laughs) The giant is very nice. He is. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. But they, they have a certain like thematic Mm -hmm. connection. Like, yeah, you can always tell when like the magic, like all the magic shit. Like, yeah, it all kind of feels the same. It doesn't make any sense. Like, of course it doesn't. Cause like magic wouldn't look like, (laughs) you know, some guy saying rational things and then something inexplicable. Mm -hmm. happens. No, it's just all inexplicable. So I, I like, I weirdly liked that. I thought it was clunky and odd at times, but I liked how that like came across. I have no problem with it, like as a like conceptually. The the execution was quite long. Is what I'll say. (laughs) The time in the Black Lodge, (laughs) Brian got to watch me watch it, and I'm like, "What? How are they still doing this?" Like, it was like a solid fucking episode. Yeah, just like just Jesus, you guys. It is, and that well. But to be fair, to to sort of contextualize that, because I'm a big fan of that stuff, but this is it's also a weird thing that you just said, because you talked about rolling with the punches of stuff, but this is a thing that you specifically, while watching it, were like, I don't like essentially rolling with these punches. I want my weird stuff to be weird, and my normal stuff to be normal. Yes. Even if it's bonkers soap opera, like stupid storylines, I want like that coherent sort of stuff to be there, and then my surreal stuff to be its own thing yeah so brian and i did watch uh after i finished this uh rabbits which is another lynch thing um which is like mm-hmm. all just surrealist like the whole way through and it's just like little mini series um and there's like no narrative structure whatsoever really uh there I'm, is if you look really yeah. hard and pay attention and but dissect I, it i was but down yeah. for that you know but my problem with this is like this is at the very end of the entire series. It's like, excuse me, I was watching that. Can we finish I that? I was first? watching that. If they were, if they were like Twin Peaks over credits, and now here for your viewing pleasure is forty five minutes of the Black Lodge. I'd be down for that. Oh. That would work for me. So we're at. <laughs> I guess it's worth it for me because we get that last scene of Cooper. You know smashing his head in and like a weirdly good bit of like an incredible bit of acting for Kyle McLaughlin like when he's brushing his teeth super weird at the very end there and like oh Bob's there or else I guess we are going to see you in 25 years and then I kid you not exactly 25 years later is when we get the third season of Twin Peaks (laughs) on Showtime so like oh cool like if that's all in service of laying up this cool thing that happened on Showtime which I'm sure you guys didn't plan ahead of time eh, that's all right I I can roll with that whatever fuck yeah 100% didn't by the way Oh, it's yeah. completely no, no, no. super canceled and done. Um, yeah, the ending. So another thing, the only other, I think, big thing that happens in phase three 
is Annie shows up, Annie yeah. Blackburn, who's played by Heather uh-huh. Graham. Which I didn't mind, so I just, I just like to see Cooper it, it, that's, see, Get the girl. You that's know, the sort nice. of thing about it is... <laughs> I was very much... You have three, potentially four, because you will bring back Cheryl Lee in a fucking heartbeat as some other third relative of Laura Palmer... If you want yeah. to, you have more than enough beautiful, interesting ladies already on the show with which to potentially. You have one very specifically, which we now know due to backstage politics, that you can match up with this guy. And they're like, we're going to bring in Annie. They're all very young. She's though. great. She's the same age. Well, she's the same age as all the actresses. I know all of the characters are younger. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Annie, no, Annie's cool. Played by what's her face? Heather Graham. Heather Graham. And Heather she's Graham. she's very Spired. good. Felicity Shagwell for all of us who... Uh, <laughs> oh, yes. I mean, that's where I knew her from when I first watched this that's show. So where I knew her from. You're not wrong, but God but damn I, it, dude. Why you gotta out Shagwell me? Shagwell by name. Why, Shag very well why by Why you reputation. gotta out me as an Austin Powers mark, okay, dude? I don't understand. What I did <laughs> really like about her is that they did a very good job of building up like the tension of that Wyndham Earl was going to try to kill her at mm-hmm. some point. Oh and, yeah. Like just watching yeah. uh, Cooper get further into his relationship with her and like, you know, the giant being like, no, that was like us. <laughs> oh yeah. Also being like, no. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I love the giant doing cryptic. It's just like, stop. Hold on. <laughs> I love, they go into the black lodge and he's like, yeah, let me come with you. And the giant, no, <laughs> yeah, <he's> bad <laughs> idea. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. We, uh, oh. we keep doing the hand motion that the giant Sorry, did, which you can't doing... see. But I get it's. Well, how do you describe that? That it's hand just motion. waving your hands, uh, kind of like karate chops out from. The it's center. like a. It's saying like, it's marking someone nuts. safe. It's when, like repeatedly marking someone yeah, safe exactly. in yeah. in well, you've seen baseball. No you've seen it when people are saying no very dramatically. Yeah, like, exactly. No. <laughs> Like when someone goes, there is no way you're just doing hand motion to do that. Yeah, <laughs> but he emphasizes yeah, in can, the place where to, you can I'm trying to hear the hand. You know, yes. like, oh yeah, I, I like can it see the, the motion. Someone's doing. you did slightly different hand <laughs> yeah, motions. I was to say they're <laughs> like this. It wasn't fire walk with like me. This. Just, it's like when you fire walk yeah. with someone and then they fire walk yeah. away from you. Because you have to fire walk with someone. You can't take someone else's fire walk for them. So I did like that, <laughs> and true. I like Wyndham taking her into the Black Lodge, and I was like, yep, Cooper, yeah. flying in there like a hero to rescue her, and then, oh my god, never mind. We're doing this now. I, Forever. But I, I mean, I completely understand that it's, an ex- it's a long amount of time. I do 100% yeah. understand that. I still think there is some good... I think I like a it. lot of that stuff is very good. I like the um, stuff that's happening. The fucking... Again, another... This has two... This season has two scenes where I go... I Again, 1991 considering. Right now, obviously different. But, like, I can't believe they aired this on network television. Mm-hmm. Is fucking Laura Palmer or her doppelganger or whatever. It, the Laura Palmer lookalike thing is in the lodge and they're just flashing these like epilepsy warning by the way for that finale jesus yeah. fucking oh, christ yeah the strobe anything like, literally massive just strobe, strobe on set. that whole fucking yeah. ad, like half that episode is just strobe well, like. all those kids hadn't gotten seizures from pikachu yet that's a good fucking point um but there's this part where the lights are kind of strobing it's in a dark part of the lodge and there's just a spotlight on laura palmer like backwards moving over this couch and screaming backwards so it's like hair like yeah. the horrible shit and I'm like, she's getting closer to the camera, and I'm like, stop! I yeah. I don't I unironically no, don't scary. like. Yeah, I was like, 
Oh, yeah, my pants was. are a little fuller. This this cushion got a little bigger here because oh my god, <laughs> you're gonna say my yeah. pants are a little tighter. <laughs> are a little, like, no, yeah, not I was no. terrified. I, I did not. Man, I did not become an <laughs> turned me the fire walk. I, I did. Yeah, I know. It's a, I'm gonna fire walk myself into a dangerous situation. I'm gonna go watch Crash, the musical and the movie. <laughs> Wait, there's a musical of Crash. No, no, no. I, or are you I'm talking? Are you talking about the David Spade to have sex during car accidents? Yeah, or James yeah, Spader, yeah, not David Spader. James Spader. David Spader. David Spader. Damn it! Oh, Emperor's Mr. New Groove got <laughs> me again. <laughs> Getting into the car crash. Booyah! <laughs> <laughs> I just imagine him turned around in the car. We're about to. <laughs> Are we about to crash about into to the, the car? Right? I'll get incredibly aroused. Ge- <laughs> uh-huh. Full on. Oh yeah, let's do. Let's this. do. This. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sorry, God. folks. That's what I, I want to see John Goodman <laughs> and David Spade <laughs> in a remake, Whoa. like a buddy remake of Crash. Ooh, mama. Oh, that would that man. would be something else. Um, but yeah, so and there's it's just Crash colon Firewalk th- with me. And it's gonna be I think the I think the finale is very good. It's very like David Lynch, which is weird because it's a lot of David Lynch, but it's also on a network. So like there's only so far yeah. it can go. Um which is also why I think the length it becomes an issue because it's not as it doesn't have the time to do the weird shit. Like if it was a whole episode, mm-hmm. David Lynch would just be like, I'm gonna make rap you know something like rabbits here with just weird pure surrealism sort of thing but like you keep getting these inserts back and forth when i first watched it i remembered it as one sequence Mm -hmm. and that's why i also think i liked it better because when we watched it again they cut to commercial like during the black (laughs) like he goes in and then they cut to commercial and then they go to audrey chaining herself up at the bank by the way she she loses her virginity to billy zane and then he just leaves and then he just he hits Why it. Why do we need Billy Zane in this he show? He hits it and quits it. Mm-hmm. He's a fucking asshole. I also had to look up when he he's lost in, his he's hair. He's in, he's on, he's off, he's when out. <laughs> he loses it on the flight out of Twin Peaks. Apparently he lost his hair <laughs> yeah. very young. Yeah, I Sorry, think he might have been wearing a wig at that point. Oh my god. Yeah. That would have meant that meant he wearer. was was he wearing a wig during Titanic? Because this was. was like seven years before Titanic. I don't know, but I think he was. <laughs> he yeah. might have been, yeah. That's like Sean Connery wore a toupee when he played James Bond. That's the thing is like speaking of people we didn't think who lost their hair that early. Oh, oh you're saying somebody else when they play I'm like Billy Zane did not Billy play Zane James never Bond. played Zane, James Bond. <laughs> Billy Zane's James Bond. I would Bond. fucking kill myself. Oh God. Uh, <laughs> That's all that needs to be said about Billy the, Zane's James He Bond. does play the the uh the head demon in Demon Knight, the Tales yeah. of the Crypt movie, which I will do at some point. Yes. That'll give me a, a reason to rewatch it, so I'm happy. Dude. Thinking of other terrible casting choice, I'm thinking like Howie Mandel's like James Bond. <laughs> you know, it's just like you other just picked, terrible casting just choices. Just pick like, the next bald person you could think of. Literally, because I was thinking of modern Billy Zane and Howie Mandel's <laughs> face came in my brain and just like moved, okay, sure. moved in out of frame and stood next to Billy Zane. <laughs> Like, you know that Beatles album cover? It's just oh, half faces of ball, like Billy Zane, Howie Mandel, Vince D- Vin Diesel, I like just other bald guys. Howie Mandel, the modern Billy Zane, the mo- Taylor. <laughs> Quote Taylor. You were around in the same. <laughs> Their popularity was pretty was much at the like same point. Modern, 
modern Billy Zane, <laughs> you know, like you know, what he looks like up. now, no hair and shit, and Howie Mandel's I current face is the one that occupied that I brain space. Hate this so much. It's like, oh, that was filed incorrectly. Oh, oh. But yes, I mean, I'm just imagining Howie Mandel yeah. and Zardos like wearing the bandoliers. The- <laughs> okay, this <laughs> Sorry, was we're good. the the only other thing I want to mention is that basically the show ends the show the series for 25 yep. for literally our entire lives up to a, for most of our entire lives <laughs> yeah, this was the end of the show yep. this was yep. it it ends with cooper being possessed by his doppelganger slash bob or like yep. it being his doppelganger which has bob in it yep outside in the real world now he yep. breaks he does this again like it's a really good just set of acting but like he's turning to the camera and saying how's annie over and over again and then the credits just start and i look over at jorge and he just like just starts crossing his arm <laughs> he's just like all right he's just very like no big reaction but it was this just very clearly up ups- like like everyone is upset that that is how the show ends well, it's just like there was a lot of things. It's like, yep, okay, so you did another cliffhanger when you didn't have any more series. Good for you. And it's stuff like the Wyndham Earl thing is like he finally gets into the Black Lodge and then immediately immediately gets killed by Bob. And it's just like, why did we do this? I understand that's what would happen, <laughs> but as a as a narrative, what are we doing here, you guys? Sure. Who's writing? I'm like, telling you, man. Who did it? Who like I feel like all the writers are looking around at each other. It wasn't me. Who I wrote this? I don't know. This yeah, got past the producer class. Like no one's making yeah, eye contact. Yeah, They're like very purposefully very... staring a foot off of what <laughs> eye contact would be. Uh, no, but that's what I was talking about, man. Like it's whenever it's not narratively working, it's you know like production wise working for yeah. me and vice versa. Because there's a couple times like, what the fuck are we doing here? It's cool. Yeah. Like, don't be wrong. Like I like. But what's like, why happening is this happening? Screen, but like, if I had to, I had to like sit and think like, how did we get? Like, what series of events brought me here? I have to remind myself. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So that's, Excellent. That's generally how I feel about phase three. It's a shame yeah. that it ends on, on, a, on a negative, more apparently, negative. Everybody note. else likes it more, so. Everyone apparently is the reverse of you. But yeah. I don't know. I'm, to be honest, I'm a little more, I'm I'm a little more even. Like, I don't think I'm the same as you. I don't dislike as much of the stuff in the like back half the Wyndham Earl yeah. stuff, but I, I do have a much bigger appreciation for the absolute psycho train of calamities. That is phase two of twin Peaks season two. Well, the other <laughs> thing I would say is that phase two is more fun to watch while phase three is better to look back on, you know, people kind of, yeah. I'm saying like, it's better in the, it's like more, one of them's more entertaining in the moment. The other one is like a better thing that happened, especially when in your memory, you can this it down a little bit. This, yeah, it's weird. I don't know, man. But yeah, so for a lot of people, this is where they get off the train of Twin Peaks. They watched the show and like they're like, oh, wow, I can't believe that ended on that crazy thing. Oh, my God. This is such a thing. Blah, blah, blah. Bye. They're done. Yep. And the reason why is because this is just a little setup for the next episode that we're going to do is... A lot of people Twin watch Peaks, this. The animated series. A lot of people watch this now. Twin Peaks the anime, um, <laughs> the anime. Yes, that, that would be incredible. Good, like it just if they did a version a hard of hard rock, like bucket head dude, sort of thing with two peaks if they, rising. <laughs> yeah. 
It would, with that and Cooper's face it, as like silhouetted in the background moving over towards like Audrey's face. The whole time you see Bob firewalking yeah, like he, exactly, in the back, like he's got, in the background He's got footsteps that are on fire as he's walking I down. Gonna, like, yeah. Yeah. I was going to say Cooper on one peak <laughs> and Wyndham Earl on the other <laughs> peak and they do that thing. Oh, like, yeah. The camera the keeps like, zooming yeah, in past them and like, yeah. spinning around. Like, the super fast <laughs> circle that always <laughs> manages to <laughs> zoom in on their face. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love it. Dana, dana. <laughs> and yeah, but yeah, it's half screen, half screen, black and white. Yes. And it is the, the bonfire walk with me in the background, like very ominous, yeah. like throughout, kind of, and like a yeah. little bit more Just at the end. Cooper's face moving, like. Uh, like a tele what is it uh, translucent like Cooper's face as like each girl like shows up in different things and like Nadine shows up <laughs> like Nadine just... walks by holding Mike like over her head like walking through a scene while like Norma feeds Big Ed coffee or something <laughs> like in the diner <laughs> fire walk with me <laughs> you know I oh my god I have to put Firewalk with me as the <laughs> subtitle for this episode, and then I don't know what I'm going to do for Firewalk with me when it happens. I like this. It's going to be way more confusing. It's going to be so bonkers. Because oh, yeah. um, we don't think we're going to say Firewalk with me just even much, more, if not more during Firewalk with me. Um, yeah, but speaking of Firewalk with me, so that's going to be my next episode is going to be that. Yes. And the re- it, it, it is a very controversial thing it has a lot of mixed opinions in the audience of twin peaks some people are like this is fucking great other people are like what is this trash so we will see it's full prequel right i will you'll watch it I believe it is lying one and a half style. if we can i would like to watch okay. it together but <laughs> that might be the most accurate description of twin peaks that's Fire what it was Walk. based on wait <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, you can't have emperors with new groove without firewalk with me. That whole bit at the beginning where he stops, classic firewalk with me. I'm gonna scream. <laughs> On the topic of Twin Peaks season two, I almost burped. Are we friends? I think it's very funny because um, the first section is actually my favorite part of this because I actually do like the Laurel Palmer yeah. story, and I I would be fine. Like, don't be wrong, I enjoyed the rest of it. I did. I'd be fine if we just wrapped that up with a bow and, like, that would be Twin That was Peaks. Twin Peaks like, ends in the interrogation so, yeah. room. Like, yeah. And I think you guys both like a different section. So, like, I, I think, yeah, I, I enjoyed talking about it. It was great. Fun to watch. Yeah, I'd, I'd, say, I'd say yes, friends. Agreeance in different levels of quality in different portions, probably no. I was going to say, I think an overall yes, but I, I think a no in terms of our favorite sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So like a, we have different opinions on it. It's a yes. It's an yeah. asterisk. It's a yes with an asterisk because of a lowercase yes. A lowercase yes. Yeah, asterisk. Like, <laughs> but not the normal asterisk. It's like the cross one oh. that you see in books oh, sometimes yeah, yeah, yeah. for the Down footnote there. that says firewalk. Firewalk. With me. With me. Yes, firewalk <laughs> <Yeah>. with me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love yes, and the first word of the it's asterisk cool. is yes again. Yeah. Firewalk with me. <laughs> Oh we my should write God. a book. Please, know, right? yes. And we should sell it. <laughs> All right, everybody. If you want to fire walk into the internet and see a bunch of other stuff that we do, you can find us in a couple of different places. The first of which is our Twitter and Instagram, both of which are at underscore are we friends, all one word. And you can fire walk over to our website, which is r we friends.com. Dot com. Dot com. 
very robust. Uh, you should also <laughs> <laughs> you should also check out our sister podcast, Downtime with John and Emily. To it's a how to podcast for the modern era by two siblings who don't know anything. And then lastly, <laughs> ad for the and- modern era. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just me. Um, was there, was and then uh, another big thing you should check out. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, the last thing you should check out is our entirely improvised comedy horror TRPG, Outlaws and Old Ones, which is every Thursday night, 7 p.m. on twitch.tv slash the Outlaws Network. And that program has an accompanying podcast radio drama version, which comes out every Tuesday at 5 a.m., also called Outlaws and Old Ones. If you're listening to this when it comes out tonight, Check it out tomorrow morning, because that's when our next episode of Outlaws and Old Ones will be coming out. Yeah. I <laughs> have been... Ooh. Ooh. Oh, oh. Yeah, hold on. I have been your co-host, <laughs> Taylor! <laughs> I have been your Black Lodge-dwelling co-co-host, Brian. And I'm still just horrid. And we will talk to you, perhaps in reverse, next week. Come on. Firewalk with me. <laughs> <laughs>